Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 189 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for teaching us through your word. Help us learn from you today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's see what Jesus is teaching in chapter 11. Jesus censures the people for their unbelief in the first half of this chapter. No matter what he did for them, they would not believe in him. The last part of the chapter is a blessing to me, and I hope it is to you as well. Jesus thanks God for hiding the secrets of himself from the leaders and the well-educated. Verse 25 says, God revealed them to babies, to the childish, untaught, and unskilled. Yes, Father, I praise you that such was your gracious will and good pleasure. God's grace falls on the ordinary. We are truly blessed. We don't have to be an elite member of anything to be considered part of God's royal kingdom. Our simple childlike faith in his son grants us an invitation to be part of his royal family. Verse 27 tells us that Jesus deliberately chose us to know him. If he had not, we would not. Again, we are blessed to be chosen to know him. And as if this blessing isn't enough, Jesus calls us to him so that he can grant us rest and peace. Verse 28 is one of my favorites where Jesus says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. May we lay our burdens down at Jesus' feet and allow him to give us rest and refreshment in our souls. Let's see what's happening in the new church in Acts chapter 18. We read that Paul went on from Athens to Corinth. Corinth was part of the Roman Empire and was a very busy city. It was a city given to sexual promiscuity. They worshipped the goddess Aphrodite, who was the goddess of love, so you can imagine all that was going on in there. In verse 5, we read that Paul was completely engrossed with preaching, earnestly arguing and testifying to the Jews that Jesus is the Christ. However, he ran into significant opposition and abuse and left those people to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. In verses 9 and 10, God gave Paul a vision where he said, Have no fear, but speak and do not keep silent. For I am with you, and no man shall assault you to harm you, for I have many people in this city. So Paul stayed there and preached for a year and a half. He was apprehended by the Jews one time and brought before a proconsul who refused to hear the case because it was a matter of their law and not a matter of the law of the land. He was so uninterested in this case that even when a leader of the synagogue was beaten right in front of him, he paid no attention. There are a few verses which tell us about a man named Apollos. He was a believer and a great orator. He was teaching some of what he really didn't know about and was therefore discipled by a couple who knew the truth about Jesus, his death, and resurrection more accurately. Apollos was then able to argue quite powerfully that Jesus was the Messiah. It is comforting to know that we aren't expected to know everything, but God will send people to disciple us and teach us in a better way. The interesting thing about Apollos is that he was described as burning with spiritual zeal. May we have zeal for the Lord today and every day. Let's see what's happening in Second Chronicles chapter 17. Yesterday we read that Asa was strong for 35 years of his reign, but then gave in to fear and started relying on people instead of God. His son Jehoshaphat ruled when Asa died, and we read that he followed after King David's ways. God honored him with great riches. He sent princes and Levites to the people of Judah to teach them the law of the Lord. The surrounding kingdoms became very afraid of Judah because they gave their hearts and ways to God, and the other kingdoms knew the power of God. They'd heard the stories, and some, no doubt, had lived through an experience of the wrath of God. 
So some of the kingdoms tried to make friends with Jehoshaphat by giving him gifts. Yes, he was adorned with great fortune. In chapter 18, we see the king of Israel, Ahab, talk Jehoshaphat into a war that should never have been fought. More than that, Jehoshaphat allied himself to Ahab, whom the Lord was against. Ahab served false gods as he followed his wicked wife Jezebel. Ahab wanted to fight Syria for land that he wanted back. So they asked the prophets to come and prophesy to them, but the prophets gave them the wrong prophecy. They basically told the king what he wanted to hear, that he would be victorious. These were false prophets for sure. Jehoshaphat wanted to hear from a prophet of the Lord, so he sent for him, and at first he told them what they wanted to hear. But when he was pushed, he told them everything he saw. Ahab threw him in prison, because his prophecy saw many people killed by the Syrians. In fact, Ahab was killed in this battle even though he disguised himself. Jehoshaphat made it back to his home, but barely. He was dressed in kingly robes, so he was the one the Syrians went after first. When they saw it wasn't Ahab, they retreated. We will see what happens with Jehoshaphat tomorrow based on the events of today. Let's see what Psalm 8 has for us. Psalm 8 is a very inspirational psalm and draws us into reverence for the Lord. Verses 3 and 4 say, When I view and consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained and established, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of earthborn man that you care for him? God is almighty and creator of all things. We are his creation and we are made to worship him. May our hearts turn to him in worship today and every day. Let us pray. O oh Lord, thank you for your word that teaches us about your majesty. You are great and are greatly to be praised. We are here for but a moment and then gone. May our hearts be forever yours, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word. 